Son of God, He is near. He chose to walk with us. Good to be here again today. In reading through the Old Testament, I have found some very interesting portions of Scripture. I am encouraging people to read God's Word, both Old and New Testament. I think we should be reading God's Word quite a bit of the time. Now, I try to read through the Bible once in two years. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. There are portions of Scripture, like in the book of Chronicles. I'm in Second Chronicles now, but uh, in the, uh, my daily reading. Then we have, with my wife, myself, we... Uh, have devotions together and pray, prayer. But in just my reading through the scriptures, I'm I'm just going uh, to one or two, three chapters at a time, sometimes only a few verses. As in this case, the part I'm going to share with you today, uh, maybe you've heard about it, maybe not, I am suggesting Bible reading. Okay? It'll do you good. It'll do you good in the sense that when that portion of Scripture is preached on in your church, you will have come to understanding it better, even more so at that time. Furthermore, when Scripture is quoted or somebody is teaching on that part of Scripture and you've read it before and it's coming into place with other Scriptures, it's a wonderful thing to to experience that. Yeah, I read this. I didn't understand it. But now I understand it. It's God, the Holy Spirit, that gives understanding to people. He, Jesus said, he will bring to your remembrance. Listen to that. He will bring to your remembrance. In other words, what you have read, he'll bring to your remembrance. How can you remember something? You've never read it. Oh, people say, oh, but it's magic, you know. No, it's not. If you didn't read it uh, and it's uh, quoted to you, uh, that may be same scripture, it's, or some scripture that you haven't read, it may not make much sense. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. I'm still living in the Bible days, still living in the Bible days, the Word of God will never change, I'm still living in the Bible days.
Though I'm not certain why Cause the prophets wrote about The very days we're living in And God still loves the children Just the way he did back then I'm still living in the Bible days Still living in the Bible days But the word of God will never change I'm still living in the Bible days There are people here among us Whose hearts are for the Lord They live each day by faith Knowing heaven's their reward Though you may not hear the sound Mighty rushing wind They walk in the power Of the spirit deep within I'm still living in the Bible days Still living in the Bible days The word of God will never change I'm still living in the Bible days However, today I'm going to read uh, From First Chronicles chapter 20 Wars that have been between the people, uh, uh, people of Israel and others, nations around them. There's been wars and wars, it seems like, even yet. There's wars going on. There's hatred and so on. Chapter 20, 1 Chronicles, and I'm reading from verse 6 and verse 7. Yet again, there was war at Gath where there was a man of great stature with 24 fingers and toes, six on each hand and six on each foot. And he also was born to the giant. So when he defied Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimea, David's brother, killed him. These were born to the giant in Gath, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. Just two verses. But as we think upon these, you know, we bring it down to us today. The Bible says these things were written for our information and uh, encouragement. For our encouragement, they were written, all these things. Today, we can be encouraged by these readings from the Old and New Testament. All right. Here is a situation where it can be compared to other times. There was this confrontation between these uh, two armies and similar to Goliath and David before. Now, here is a different situation altogether. This was unusual, not like other times. It wasn't an ordinary situation. Let me first say, as a believer, you sometimes come to Situations that are not in the ordinary. Some things that say, how will this ever turn out to be good? And so it becomes a question. Um, 
I look at this, that these, um, David and uh, his servants, or Israel, uh, in any case, uh, in verse 7, so when he, he defied Israel, Jonathan, okay, and Shimei, David's brother. Um, we come to this place where they meet up with a person, not exactly an ordinary human being, and it's true, these giants were not. They were, um, well, that's another study altogether, they, uh, from uh, the fallen ones. They were not just big guys, but they were satanic, satanic uh, maybe part demon there, there's a there's a big study on that I've I've read through it I've studied a bit on it and uh, uh, it's not only interesting but the information you get there you kind of understand the battle of Satan against God and how he wants to defile mankind by different kind of situations. The uh, changing God's plans is not in the ordinary. To do different than what God's will is in relationship, in marriages, and so on. There is a constant struggle. There is a battle where Satan would like to defile humanity. Anyway, let's go back to this here. We find that one of the things, they must have been close enough. How close can you be to count somebody's fingers? Well, maybe the length of some big houses, I suppose. I don't know how big your house is, but uh, with good eyesight, I suppose 50 feet, 7,500 feet, you could see a man's hand. But this guy, not only did he have six fingers on each hand, but he had six toes on each foot. Furthermore, as they saw this guy and looked at him, uh, just what he, he must have been a fierce looking dude. <laughs> he, he, uh, he's uh, different altogether. And then he goes on further. By the way, as I can't remember reading any place where the giants had victory. These fallen ones, where they had victory. It's all, it seems that most of the stories I read about them, they were in, uh, big guys and in, uh, strong armies, but they were always defeated. You can correct me on that. I, uh, I don't remember everything I read. But I do know right now I can't remember where a giant was victorious. All right. The, um, the situation as we see it here was something like this for today. Some people... They come to discouragement. They can see from, uh, I mean, real life situations sometimes, you know. 
My daughter ran away from home. My son is a drug addict. My husband is a drunkard. And I'm having a hard time as a Christian, a woman said. That's not a good circumstance. Not a good situation. Not easily solved. Okay? Just like this guy here we read about. When he came and he he defied. He challenged any of these uh, Israelites. And when they looked at him, when they looked at the situation, unusual situation, he got discouraged. And that's the way it is also, people, when you're discouraged in the Christian life because of the circumstances that you're looking at, they won't be solved too readily that way. But you look You look at the person, God, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, God the Son, and the accomplishment of redemption or salvation, and what God has already done, and what God is doing, and what God can do again. Perhaps my suggestion would be the circumstances is what is what we see. We don't see God who can solve, who can solve our situations. Situations that are unusual. Cued into the words that narrowed down the meaning that Jesus died for you. Could you start believing though we've never seen him? Walk upon the water or heard his hollow teachings he taught in the temple. He is Jesus, three in one Jesus. Who is God? Jesus, Holy Spirit. He is Jesus, the Son of Jesus, born to love Jesus, infinite power. Faith has been the difference in this life of living, incomplete surrender, what we know with reason, trusting in His Word, that He'll never leave us, that's Jesus. Jesus, He is Jesus, three in one Jesus, who is God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, He is Jesus.
I go on to read here. When he defied Israel, I can put that this way. When Satan defies God because of you, look at that person. He's not going to do right. Look at this, her husband or his wife or look at his kids and, and so on. And you look at that and say, yeah, can't solve that. No, you look to God. You look at the person who has the power and through you could make circumstances better, different, for the better. I, I know um, when at prayer meeting, we have prayer meetings in a, in a church uh, I go to, and uh, we have this, every so often we have testimonies where we've been praying about situations, circumstances, we've been praying about different things. Now, did God answer prayer? Different ones would get up and say, yes, God answered prayer. There was no job possible, available. We prayed to God and I got a job, somebody says. Another person similar to that. I had no finances for the bill that came for fixing my truck, my car or something like that. We prayed and God gave us. The, the fellow that we've been praying for, my son, my son, or my daughter, the person we've been praying for, sometimes we hear, yeah, she, she came to the Lord. He came to the Lord. This year has been a dry season. Dry season. You know, we finally got to the place where we noticed that it was dry at the church. We talking about this. And somebody suggested, uh, what do we do? Could we pray about this? And we all agreed, yeah, let's pray about it. I mean, there's no clouds in the sky, people. It's dry. It's a nice day, beautiful day, but it's dry. And we prayed. Those forest fires. It didn't start raining just because we prayed and we said amen. We went home still dry. But the next day, yeah, rained a bit. The second day, it rained more. It got to the place where it rained enough to put the fires out in that community. But further north, there was still fires. And I was thinking of the situations coming up, unusual situations. If there are believers in these communities where they have to be taken out of there, taken out to go and stay somewhere because the fire is coming through, couldn't we get together and pray that the God of heaven would overrule. We did, and God did. By the way, it had been dry, and the grass picked up, but not to the extent that if it had rained 
all spring. No, it was dry. But it improved from the t- by the time we prayed and God answered our prayer. Okay, unusual, you say. Back then, well, I've, been, I've been teaching on um, healing through uh, the James 5, 13 and 14, I think it is, calling the elders of the church, local church, not far off somewhere in, in Texas or Oklahoma or uh, New York or wherever, but local elders. God listens to people who do not um, favor sin. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. God will not hear me if I regard sin in my heart. So, local. Do you regard sin? God can't answer your prayer. I had to answer a person like that one time. And he says, well, he was defiant. He is not going to change his way of life. He's not going to. Well, but you want me to pray for him. There was some, I can't remember just all the whole circumstances, but there was some issue that had come up. I think it was a relationship of some kind. Uh, but oh, what I did say I remember was, look, if you don't want to change your way, you don't want Jesus Christ in your life, but you'd rather live in sin, I could pray for you, but I don't think God will hear me. It's on our part, people. It's not the circumstances are so strong, couldn't be changed. But it's, the, it's where we're looking. Are we looking to God about it? Now, I know there's extremes in this. I believe we need to pray what is in God's will. God's will. Um, like, I've met some people, the one guy said, well, I don't think my dad should, should have died. I believe we could have prayed and he wouldn't have died. Well, a realm of possibility, but is it God's will? I know what's God's will. It is appointed unto men once to die. We're not going to live on earth forever. So regardless how much we pray about it, we're not going to live here forever. But I do know that as we pray in God's will, he will bless. He will uh, answer prayer. I go on here in this. uh, These were born to the giant in Gath, but they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. I used to counsel with a fellow for a while until I note that he didn't want to get into the word of God. The way he said, well, he said, you know, I keep on drinking because he's so strong. He just, that's the way he put it. He's so strong. You know who I'm talking about. He says, the one who has horns, he's so strong. That's why I keep on drinking. Well, I said, 
Is he stronger than God? You have to think that over. You know, people, Satan is defeated. However, there is in a sense where we don't believe God and his word enough to say to Satan, step aside, I'm believing in Jesus Christ. I want to go his way. I want him for my savior and guide through life. Okay, you may have some unusual circumstances in your life that you're troubled by. I want to say to you, look to Jesus Christ. Those kind of things that are going on, I couldn't name them. I don't know what, but different from different people. But I do know this, that if they defy God, you can go to God and say, now, Lord, there's something really powerful here I'm up against. But I know you're more powerful. And according to your word, I can ask you in your will that you would deliver me, deliver us, or to pray accordingly as to the needs of your circumstances and so on. God bless you in your Christian life. The way to do it, people, keep in the word of God and keep believing what God says. Not only that, as he answers our prayer, the next thing is to thank God for it, to praise him for it, to acknowledge that it was God who did it. Not some preacher, not some um, organization or whatever but to give glory to God, a glory due His name.
Ah.